night. Hello everyone. Happy Thursday night and happy summer. My name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW, music, arts, film, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin our radio program by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional and contemporary stolen territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and neutral people, as well as the Haldeman Tract, a promise that continues to be left unfulfilled. And we are very grateful to be using this space this evening. Now, our show will be live on Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m., and tonight we are checking out the grand opening of the Bright Up Block Parquette. This is a brand new public park space behind the Google building, kind of at the corner of King Street and Wellington. There is live music that's just starting up behind me. There is ice cream from For All Ice Cream. The Mount Hope Bright Up Park Neighborhood Association is here. Perimeter Developments is here. There's bubbles and face painting. Lots of fun stuff happening. I'm joined, as always, by Derek Rydell, my co-producer and man on the sound. How's hello, it going, hello. Derek? Uh, good. Hot. Very, <laughs> very hot. It's a little warm out <laughs> here. Uh, we thought for the summer season we'd th- try to uh, take it outside, yeah. but it's, it's a little toasty up here. <laughs> but I try not to complain too much about the summer and the heat because before you know it the summer's over exactly. and I complain about the winter exactly. and I'd rather be sweating <laughs> than uh, freezing cold so yeah. hot but it's nice to be but out the good. sun but good yeah and every once in a while we get a little breeze that goes through so yeah, it's pretty yes. nice and yeah. which is very nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it is the kickoff of our summer season tonight we're changing things up a little bit for the summer we're just going to have shows every first and third Thursday for June, July, and August. So six shows, keeping it uh, sweet and simple for the summer, but we're hoping to hit up some fun new locations, have some brand new guests, have a guest host or two. So should be a fun season overall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Derek, what are you most excited for about summer in KW? So the, the heat is here for sure. <laughs> Jeez, what am I most excited for? You know, just uh, nice weather. I mean, I got to admit, we escape a lot to cottage country. Yeah. So, uh, But, you know, just being on patios, getting yeah. together with friends. Uh, my wife and I love having people over in our backyard and just... Yeah, just chilling out. Like, like I said, summer goes by so fast. So being able to just take advantage of it all. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, just like being outside a lot. <laughs> I also spend a lot of time in our garden. Yep. I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to my garden. We are too. We are too. <laughs> so I'm just like outside all the time. And like I'm a teacher, so I have the summers off. So I can like have my breakfast in the in the back garden. So that's kind of a fun treat. Um, do you have any top patios that you love to hit up? What's like one of the go-tos if you're looking for a, a patio uh, drink? I really, in, well, I mean, you know, I'm a Jane, Go- Jane Bond <laughs> guy, so the Jane Bond patio. Uh, also, uh, the Grand Surf has a great patio. Okay. Actually, Is re- that the, like, secret back kind of one? No, it's it's out front. Yeah, it's out okay. front. They used to have one out back okay. a few years ago during COVID, but yeah. I don't I don't think they're doing that nice. anymore, but yeah, they got a nice little patio out front. You can get the tiki drink, and yeah. it's nice in the summer. They're a great patio, and of course, Ethel's. Yeah, Ethel's has a you know. Classic. I think that's the patio. You know in what? The city. I've never been to Ethel's. You've I've never been to Ethel's. <laughs> I know it's classic, but I've never, it, I've never been. I grew up here, and I've like never and you've been. To never Ethel's. been. To, that's crazy. No. Okay, make, maybe we should have a show there this summer. Yeah, maybe that'd be good. <laughs> wow. I've never been. I am but shocked. I'll add it to the bucket list, <laughs> or the like must do this summer. Absolutely, great patio. Always yeah. busy though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I can tell it's a good vibe every time I yeah. go by. I'm trying to think what my favorite is. Like, there's just there's a lot. Honestly, like I I'll go for any patio. Honestly, but I really like. I don't know if they still do it, but like during the pandemic. Um, White Rabbit like took over the their entire the back, back parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah, that was a really that cool. That was a yeah. really nice vibe. I don't know if they still do that. They do not. Oh, I but think... that was like a good memory of that yeah. summer. Honestly, it was just like so many people out in this space and like 
I don't know. It was just like yeah, felt like a very fun kind of like almost resort vibe because I mean, there were so many people there. You know, as much as COVID sucked, the yeah. patio, the makeshift patios yeah. that were put in like back parking lots yeah. I mean, were really, really cool. The patio like, game really was cool. good. Yeah. So, yeah, very, very excited to hit up some patios yes. soon um, and just just get out and enjoy the summer. And we are certainly enjoying ourselves out here tonight. We are at the brand new uh, Bright Up Parquet um, space. There are lots of people around. There's music going on. There's lots of children running around us right now, which is very adorable. Um, But we're really excited to be live broadcasting here tonight. We have lots to look forward to in the show. We're going to be spinning some local music as always talking about a ton of upcoming arts and culture events happening uh, and sitting down with two special guests, Peter Pierce Alosia, who is hosting the Afro Vibes on Gawkle Festival this weekend. And we're going to be talking with Craig Beattie from Perimeter Developments about this new space. So let's kick things off with some music here. Uh, Today kicks off the start of Pride Month. My school had Rainbow Day today, so I'm rocking a rainbow dress myself. And uh, we're going to celebrate by spinning some tunes from local queer artists on our show tonight. So we're going to start off with a brand new single from Eric Jackson and the Willow River Band. This song is amazing. We premiered it on Midtown Radio a few weeks ago as a bit of an exclusive listen. It also features local country singer Jesse T. So this is Only a Living by Eric Jackson and the Willow River Band. It's only a job, just a pain in your neck. And at the end of the week, the bank looks sweet, but you're taking your grade for a paycheck.
just heard Only a Livin' by Eric Jackson and the Willow River Band featuring Jesse T here on Midtown Radio. Welcome back to On the Scene. My name is Allison Dijak, and we are so excited to be kicking off our summer season of On the Scene tonight. I'm here with Derek Rydell, and we are hanging out at the grand opening of the Bright Up Block Parquette. This is at the corner of King Street and Wellington Street, sort of right on the edge of downtown behind the Google buildings. And there are a ton of people out here tonight. Yeah, it's, yeah, really it's really exciting. Kind of filling out now. Yeah, lots of families, lots of people around, eating some ice cream, blowing bubbles, getting their faces painted. Offer free ice cream and the people will <laughs> exactly, come. Exactly, exactly. So it's really fun to be here uh, checking out this space tonight. Big thanks to Perimeter Developments for inviting us out to be here. So over the next hour on our show, we'll be talking all about the local arts and culture events going on in KW. And coming up shortly, we'll be chatting with Peter Pierce Alosia about this weekend's Afro Vibes on Gawkle Festival. And we'll be talking with Craig Beattie from Perimeter Developments later in the show about this brand new park space. Before we dive into our interviews, though, Derek... Let's chat about some summer events. That sounds good. So this weekend is the kickoff of TWB's Summer Music Series. Now Midtown Radio uh, went to, I think, almost all of these events last summer and live broadcasted almost every single one. Um, But it kicks off this weekend, Friday night. Um, Joe Salima and Chad Barnes, two awesome local cover artists, are going to be playing from 7 till 9 p.m. There's no cover. You can hang out on the TWB patio, enjoy a drink, and uh, just a really nice time. TWB is always a great spot Another to good patio. Yeah, exactly. A great, great patio. And like an unconventional parking lot patio. Yeah, parking lot patios are yeah, the best. I love it. <laughs> so every Friday of the summer, uh, there's going to be awesome live music at TWB. WV. Derek, what are you excited for this weekend? Uh, let's see. I'm going to go uh, this Sunday at the Jane Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh, Life in a Vacuum. Okay. I've, heard, I've they, heard of them before. I've heard of them, too, for quite a few years. Yeah. Uh, never got to see them live, but it's their album release party. And they're going to be joined by uh, Basque, who nice. we had on the show la- last season. Yeah, great. And uh, a band called Spirit Desire. It's at 8 p.m. That's uh, $15 or pay what you can. Cool. And then uh, I would also say next Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, June 11th, uh, once again at the Jane Bond. Really <laughs> pitching the Jane Bond this week. It's a week. great spot. It deserves um, it. <laughs> Elvis Punkley's back. Oh, yes. Uh, which you know is going to be a fun show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they are joined by the Essential Letdowns nice. and Blue Freezy, who also past guests of the show. Yeah. And uh, a band called Gourmet. That one starts at 7 p.m. And that's $15. And then one really quick shout out for next Friday for Sugar Run. Uh, DJ Good Doctor is going to be at... Uh, Who's that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I hear he's a great DJ and he's he does great, great retro tunes. Uh, But yeah, so I'll be there at Sugar Run uh, next Friday, 10 p.m. Fantastic. Okay, I got to give one more event shout out because we don't have a show next week. Um, I got a cool event happening next weekend. The museum in downtown Kitchener is hosting a Barbie core night. I grew up as such a Barbie girl. Oh, were you a Barbie girl? I was absolutely obsessed. I had so many Barbie dolls, Barbie books, Barbie computer games. Like, I really loved it. So, will you a be lot. opening day at the theater for the. I, I really want to see it. Did it come out yet? It hasn't come out yet. Just the trailers. Okay. <laughs> I really want to see it. I'm really excited for the Barbie movie. So, with all this uh, Barbie hype going on, the museum is hosting an evening of Barbie themed nostalgia, including inspired decor lots of photo-worthy moments, a dance party, Barbie trivia, drag queens, and more. Um, Eric Moon, Man of Leisure, is co-hosting the event. An awesome guest guest. that we had uh, in our first season. Um, That is happening Friday, June 9th. So next Friday, 
8 p.m. Tickets are $40, and you get an awesome night of partying and pretending you're Barbie. Sounds, so. sounds like it'll pretty yeah. be a pretty wild yeah. night. Yeah. I think I might try to hit it up, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to check out uh, more events going on in town, there is so much live music. All the festivals are happening now. Comedy, lots of movies and cool stuff happening. You can head to our website, onthescenekw.ca, and uh, check out a bunch more information about everything going on in town. Well, we are going to get to one of my favorite parts of the show, which is chatting with people that are making our local arts and culture scene a better place here in KW. My first guest for the evening is a member of the Midtown Radio family and is hosting a huge African festival this weekend on Gockle Street. Peter Pierce-Elosia is a local entrepreneur and the founder of DigiMillennials, a platform that celebrates, elevates, and amplifies African culture in Canada and across North America. Peter has brought that same spirit to KW when he moved here two years ago by creating Afro Nights in KW, local events that celebrate African culture through karaoke nights, watch parties, and his weekly radio show. This weekend, he hosts Afro Vibes on Gawkle in collaboration with KW Famous. We can't wait to hear more about this event. So welcome to On The Scene, Peter. Thank you so much for having me. First yeah. of all, first of all, I must say, I always like how you pronounce my name oh. well. <laughs> I've, I've told, I told you before. Thank I told you. you the first time, I always love it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I try my best. I'm a teacher, so I got to get all the names <laughs> right. right? <laughs> um, so I was kind of thinking back to like, how we first met yeah. and it was because of this show actually yeah. on the scene yeah. um like last i want to say it was the end of the summer i think it was the yeah. end of our summer season you had just like reached out on instagram yeah. saying hey i'm running this event in town can you give it a shout out yeah. on your show <laughs> and you didn't end up even needing the promotion because <laughs> the show was sold out by the time it came around a thursday night or the event was sold out yeah. Um, what do you remember about hosting that very first Afro Nights event? That was like a, a just a party karaoke night? Yeah, it was. Yeah, what do you remember about that first night? That was the first time we ever did an event, right? Yeah. Like, that was the first event itself. Um, it was also the first time, like, it was the period I moved into my new, like, my apartment, mm -hmm. like, where I'm staying right now. So, like, I connected with, like, my my building, like, where I'm, where I'm currently yeah. staying because we did it in, like, a rooftop um, patio in okay. our, like my in my in my apartment like mm -hmm. where I stay so it just has that connection of like this was our first event like yeah. literally it started from there like we had opened the the Nights and KW Instagram page maybe like maybe like a week or two weeks two weeks before and then like we said you know what let's do an, let's do an African karaoke party yeah. like why not right and then you and know, it clearly did well there must have been a ton of people there it was sold there out was. it really was like from there we just said you know what like this is this is something that people need in the city and then totally. we continue to kind of like develop and grow and grow the brand itself right now and that's where we are right now yeah so yeah how have you continued to grow that afro nights community in kw throughout the past year you've still been running events mm -hmm. uh the, the social media presence yeah. is growing how has that growth been over the past couple months? It has been really good, especially mm -hmm. like with the festival itself. Like we are seeing like huge numbers on the social media pages just from the festival itself. But even prior to the festival, we've just had, just because of the engagement, like the activities that we've been doing, like like I said, there, there has been a need for this. Mm -hmm. So when we do the watch parties, we see people coming out, come and watch and, do, and, and engage in the watch parties too. So it has just been like amazing to just see like the response itself in regards to some of the little experiences that we are creating in the city. And I guess from the experiences that people come and see themselves, mm -hmm. they want to come back for more. So they follow on the social media pages and like ask us, when is the next one? When is the next thing we're having right now? And then I guess this is just like a thank you to the city like itself. Yeah. It's just like thank you for, you know, being a part of us. We only stayed last year and then like now we are, we are trying to kill it like, higher like we're doing a whole festival in how many exactly. how many months right so that's that, that that has been the beauty it's fantastic yeah, yeah it's certainly there there must have been a gap there was something that was missing yeah. and so really amazing that you were able to move to this community <laughs> and recognize that yeah. so quickly and like fill that need for a lot of people that were looking for 
this community where yeah. they can celebrate their African heritage exactly. and just like have a good time yes. together, right? Exactly. And maybe co make connections yeah. and things like yeah. that. Um, so this all sort of stems from a larger project that you created, DigiMillennials. Yes. Um, it's an online website and social media presence that celebrates and amplifies African culture in Canada. Tell us about why you started DigiMillennials. So I started DigiMillennials since, I mean, prior to coming to Canada, like I had DigiMillennials. Mm -hmm. But like our focus wasn't really like what we're, what we're doing right now isn't what we're doing then. But coming to Canada in 2021, I realized that there was a need for a media publication that actually caters to like the African culture itself, mm -hmm. right? When you think of African pop culture, you don't really have a lot of media publications that are creating news and information around like what is happening in the African space. Mm -hmm. um, I always like to say that like, I mean, I just came here in 2021, but there have been people that, were, that have been born here and there are people that migrated here like a long time ago, but they don't they don't have a place where they can keep up to date with what is happening back home in Africa. Yeah. And like for me, that's where we kind of like saw a gap and we're like, yeah, this is actually a need. This is something that people need. And then we kind of started focusing on like that that problem itself. And then the solution really has just kind of like just evolved into this this many products that we've had, mm -hmm. right? We've had the uh, Digital Millennials itself, like the media website. Um, we have the Afro Nights in KW, and then we also have, of course, our Afro Nights with Digi Millennials yeah. on Midtown Radio Show too. Yeah. So, you know, all, all of that has just kind of like evolved all of from the from stemmed from a place of understanding what the community needs and like what the problem is in the space. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I I love listening to the radio show. It's yeah. on right after this program, and uh, I every once in a while I'll try to save a few songs and add them <laughs> yeah, to my should. collection. Yeah, oh, lots of really awesome. really fun music. So yeah, we're so happy to have that uh, as part of our Midtown Radio yeah. schedule. It was definitely a, a gap that we had as well in our programming, so it's really fun to bring um, you. you know, African DJs, African artists, the different theme nights you have, yeah. um, the curated playlists mm -hmm. and stuff. That's been a really fun yeah, addition so to the station. Um, so let's talk a little bit about this festival that's happening yeah, this yeah, weekend. Let's, let's, let's. You are hosting Afro Vibes on Gockel. I was so excited when I saw this announcement. Yeah. I remember seeing the poster. <laughs> like, yes, I love it. Because, you know, we had been chatting about the radio show yeah. and stuff. And so I was just thrilled to see this event happen. How long have you been planning this for? <laughs> <laughs> Less than two months. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wow. I'm laughing. <laughs> it all just kind of came together. Yeah. Okay. Less than two months. Very it took cool. us less than two months. Three months ago, I had no idea that there was going to be an Afro Vibes on Goku. Okay. Four months ago, I had no idea that we we're going to be using, like, Goku streets. Yeah. So, it has really just been, like, just all over the place. And Fantastic. things have just aligned to a place where it's, like, less than two months. We've been able to put up, like, an amazing festival that I'm sure people are going to also experience and love, too. Like, yeah. It has been really amazing to kind of wow. go and just put everything together in less than two months. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> how did you connect with KW Famous? We've I've interviewed Sam on the show oh, yeah. a few times now. They're, they do amazing yeah. things in the yeah, city. They so do. how they did really that do. connection happen? So when I came to Canada in 2021, the first thing I, I, I made sure to do was connect with, I mean, I'm in, I'm in Kitchen and Waterloo, right? So like connect with people that are doing like stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And KW Famous were always like people on my feed. Mm -hmm. So I followed them and then um, sometime last year, December-ish, there was a rooftop party that they had posted. I, yes. I don't know. I don't know if they remember this story, but there was a I do. Party, like, I remember hearing party. about the rooftop yeah. party. Yeah. I was going. So myself and my friends were going to go, and then I think there was either a snowstorm or something that happened on okay. that day. Okay. And I was like, okay, there's no way I'm going to go outside. <laughs> but yeah. I was really excited to go and all of that, but I couldn't make it. And then I sent them a, a, a DM like, oh, you know, love your events. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should connect and like kind of see how we could do like more. Like, I would love to be a part of this, like yeah. the things you are doing, right? And then I think they had, they had assumed that it was probably me attending. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh no, I want us to kind of like do stuff <laughs> together, right? Yeah. Like, literally, that's like, for me personally, it's like when I want something, I just go after it, right? And yeah, that's how I just exactly. literally send them a, voice, a DM on Instagram. And then that's how we kind of started building connections and we started talking and like we started building like, you know, what exactly can we do together? Mm -hmm. And then this, this kind of Came, this kind of came about. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be an amazing event. I'm yes, looking at all the Instagram posts. You have tons of vendors throughout the day, food yes, vendors, yes. Uh, other ones as well. Lots of fun performers. Yes. 
Um, I see there's lots of DJs, a mm-hmm. dance crew is mm-hmm. coming in, yeah. some more like singer-songwriter artists yeah. as well. Tell us a little bit about some of the artists that are performing. So we made sure to highlight local talents in this mm-hmm. festival. Um, we have a spoken word artist that's going to be opening the festival itself. He's, um, his name is Ham Grady. He's from he's, he stays in in the region, mm-hmm. um, and then we have local performers um, from from 5 p.m. each. That's when we're probably going to start bringing out all the okay. all the all the performers. So we have a band that's going to be playing music, mm-hmm. um, African music. Like I said, if, if, if you love music, yeah. just come to the festival itself. So we have all local performers. Um, we have DJ D- DJ King Kadim also going to be he he's a local uh, he's a local DJ. Cool. He's gonna be opening the the set at 3 p.m. Okay. So yeah, it's, it, and then the, the dance crew we have uh, um, Afro Afro X dance. They are also gonna be at the festival itself, um, showing us some moves, some 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 local African moves. So nice. if you want to pick up one or two, you could definitely come come <laughs> to, come to the show itself. And then of course our amazing vendors mm-hmm. and our sponsors and all of that. Everything has just come together. It's gonna like create this this yeah. amazing experience. And I like that there's a little bit of everything. You know, maybe like dance music isn't yes. your thing, but then there's spoken word yes. or there's like some singer-songwriters from from in town. So yeah. there's, you know, it's not like only one vibe. Yes. You got all the different Every vibes going on. Yeah. Um, speaking of your sponsors, I saw that For All Ice Cream is a sponsor. Yes, they and they made an ice cream yes, they for did. this event. You pass to this Please event. tell me how that happened. I want a custom ice cream. <laughs> That's so cool. How did that happen? So, um, Ajoha, who, who I'm the owner of For All Ice Cream, she's mm-hmm. part of this program that um, I'm also a part of. She's a coach in the in the lift off program, which are also my sponsors. Okay. Um, and I just sent her a message um, randomly about how, you know, I would love to speak to her and mm-hmm. like we see how you know we could kind of like you know I'm working on this festival and, and would you be interested in being a sponsor? And then you know we, one thing led to another. We had a conversation, and then it was more of like, okay, what special thing can we do to kind of like you know stand out and all of that? And then we came up with you know what? How could we stand out? So they are doing. So they are doing a customized ice cream, and then they are also teaching people how to make ice cream too oh, cool. on the day of the festival itself. So like a combined experience too, right? And um, yeah. the ice cream flavor is Zobo. It's called Zobo. So mm-hmm. Zobo is a is an African kind of flavored drink. Okay. So Africans are really going to enjoy that because they haven't had like I personally I'm looking forward to it because I've never had Zobo ice cream. Okay. And like yeah. that's 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 I've never in my life had Zobo ice cream before. So. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to kind of like seeing how that's gonna taste, right? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't even tried it before. So is Zobo? Is it like a brand of like pop or something, or is it something you would make yourself, yeah, like you a make tea yourself. or something? Yeah, okay, yeah, like, yeah. Like, made of like hibiscus and some other. Okay, herbs. yeah. yeah nice. I don't know how to like mix it up. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Wow, so uh, we've got, yeah, a special ice cream. Yes, we do. Music and entertainment, tons of vendors. Um, what time is the festival for people that want to show up and check it out? What time it should they be heading to Gotham? It starts at 3 p.m. Come, okay. come, come at 3 p.m. Come at 3 p.m. It starts cool. at 3 p.m. We, we, we want to be on time. We want to be able to start at 3 p.m. So yeah, have it full for, for yeah, the performers and yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, and then things are going into the evening as well, sort yes. of a, a party feel yes. later in the yes. night. That's what's going to be happening. So, you know, the daytime activities in the, uh, I mean, in the afternoon, and then around like 7 p.m. ish, mm-hmm. we start like get, getting the music more up, up, up bits. Nice. So, if you want to stay for the party, if you want to come for the party too, you want to just like listen to like proper African music, then you can mm-hmm. always come come to the festival to check it out. Nice, yeah. very cool. Um. Talking a little bit about the future of uh, Digimillennials and mm-hmm. Afro Nights, I saw that you received a KW Awesome Foundation grant yes. um, and a Love My Hood grant. Yes, I really did. building up that momentum yes, in town. So congratulations Thank you on so that. Much. I appreciate um, that. What's next for Digimillennials and Afro Nights after you recover from the <laughs> festival? Um, any plans for future summer events or just sort of building that community with the smaller local things? What are you thinking? So the first thing is after this festival, mm-hmm. what is amazing is my birthday is the next week. Okay. So my birthday is June 12th okay. and I haven't had time to even think about my birthday yet. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I want to I want to I want to I want to take time to yeah. actually Think about my birthday first. Think about myself. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Let me know how I'm going to celebrate. Yeah. But after that, there are definitely plans to um, continue doing more more of these experiences. Um, we want this to be an annual event, so definitely once everything has settled down, I'm going to start thinking of. Or we are going to start thinking of 
what next can we do next year, right? Um, what is the what is the exciting thing we want to be able to bring to the city next year? That's one of the things we're going to be thinking about. Um, I mean, we had the watch parties, we have the karaoke parties that we've been doing too. We want to be able to bring those back because now we have, I mean, we have a bigger family, so we want to be able to give that family like a bigger experience too. Of course. And, um, I think one thing I've always told people is, I've always said that you know, KW is an awesome place to be and. Mm-hmm. For me, I see like about three universities here. Yeah. Back in Nigeria, what happens is when you are in a space where that has a lot of students, that's where the party happens, right? Okay. And for me, I'm, I haven't seen that happening from an African perspective because everybody is like moving to other cities to go for to go on tours. Yeah. So I want to be able to get to a space where when artists are coming into into Canada, mm-hmm. they also touch down into Kitchener Water itself, yes, right? So definitely. that's a long term project for us. Like we're trying to make make that happen in the sense that you know people start coming to the to, um, coming to town here and like so that we don't necessarily need to start thinking of logistics to travel out of town. Let them come here. Let let um let us host them and yeah. you know just party with them and everything else, right? So like that's the that's the long-term plan. That's that's some of the things that we're also going to be working on. So. Very cool. Oh, looking forward to yes. that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yes. I love to see, you know, KW in the big league, sort yes. of. We have an amazing arts and culture scene yes, here. And I feel like we're slowly gaining yes. some notoriety. Yes, yes, so, uh, yes, very cool. Um, I'm going to give you a chance to plug your socials if people want to find out more about Afro Vibes or about Afro Nights KW or Digi Millennials, where can they find you on social media or online? Um, on our website, mm-hmm. digimillennials.com. I like to spell it out just because people forget some letters yes, sometimes. let's do it. So D-I-G-I-M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L-S. That's Digimillennials. So Digimillennials.com. On, on Instagram, the same thing. On um, Facebook, the same thing. So And then Afro Nights in KW is literally as it is. Afro Nights in KW, right? So that's where you can find us. If you want to keep up to date with everything, Digimillennials, Afronas in KW, and then Afro Vibes itself, you could you could always go there. Perfect. Yeah. Well, best of luck with the festival, Peter. Thank we you will so be much. there with Midtown Radio. Looking We're going to be to live broadcasting <laughs> for an hour or two, kind of filling in our listeners about what's going on. Awesome. And so fun to chat with yeah, you about you this. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank we you. are going to now listen to another song from a local artist. Uh, this is I I Believe You. Oh, it might be I Don't Believe You. I have to double check. By an amazing local artist, Saffron A. Here it is. just heard I Believe You by Saffron A. Saffron played a show at the Yeti um, maybe about a month ago now and I actually went back and looked on their Instagram at some of the clips from the performance because I wasn't able to go and I was blown away by their voice so please check out Saffron A. I think they're going to be playing a show in Guelph 
in the next week or two with uh, Fat Shied and the Merry Melodies. So definitely one to check out. You are listening to On The Scene here on MidtownRadio.ca. My name is Allison Dijak, and we are live broadcasting from the Bright Up Block Parquet here at King Street and Wellington Street. There is amazing music. I haven't actually given them a shout out yet. Uh, the Sweeter Thans are here. They are a local cover band. Good Co-Productions has been running the sound for them all night. And they have some amazing sing-along jams. Right now I'm hosting a radio show, but also singing No Scrubs by TLC in the back of my mind. <laughs> um, we are going to start out a brand new mini segment this season of On The Scene for our summer season. This is Three Stars of KW. I wish I had like an audience cheer or something in the background. (laughs) Every episode of On The Scene, we are choosing three things in KW that deserve VIP status and a little shout out for how great they make our cities. So, Three Stars of KW, number one, the back patio at Jane Bond is open again. Yes. Number two. Number two, the Basque Cheesecake at Goldie's Convenience. If you have not had it, go get it. <laughs> Make it happen. You'll, have, you'll want two. <laughs> and star number three, the little tables that hold your food and drinks at Apollo Cinema. Yeah, I can't go to a cinema without so that awesome. now. Awesome. I need that. <laughs> and the leg room there is terrific for a tall guy like me. It's the best. Well, thank you for making Kitchener-Waterloo an amazing place to be, our three stars. We thank you for your service. If you have a suggestion for another star of KW, send it our way on Instagram, at OnTheScenekW. Well, in the first half of our show, we chatted with Peter Pierce Alosia about Afro vibes on Gockel. And my next guest I'm going to chat with is Craig Beatty, the CEO for Perimeter Development. They are responsible for the space that we are broadcasting in tonight. They are the folks behind the landmark Google building in downtown Kitchener, which is part of the Bright Up block. And now this park space behind it as well. Perimeter has worked on a ton of spaces, especially in downtown Kitchener, including the Walper Hotel and the surrounding block, which is a beautiful space that we've also live broadcast from. We always, always love seeing a new space where folks can come to socialize and meet up in public, and we are excited to hear more about it. So, welcome to On The Scene, Craig. Yeah, thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to be here. This is our summer season kickoff, and really nice to get outside. And now that the sun has set, it's feeling nice and comfortable. Yeah, this is an amazing turnout tonight, so congratulations to Perimeter. Um, So fun to see people out and about in the community. Just tell us a little bit about some of the features of this space. We're sort of up on this ramp, amphitheater sort of leveled space right now. Um, Tell us about the the parquet. Sure, yeah, so it kind of really started, uh, you know, a few years ago when we were sort of master planning, you know, what is considered sort of the third phase of this Mm -hmm. project, and, you know, it's the phase of the project that sort of interacts with the uh, the surrounding neighborhood. So we really sort of challenged our kind of design team at the outset of the project to, you know, really transition the project from the residential to the commercial mm-hmm. and uh, and kind of make it as as soft and pleasing as it can be. Um, so the concept of sort of a some sort of a parquet was you know kind of came to to mind fairly quickly and um yeah then we uh went out and you know retained uh you know world class a great design firm Mm -hmm. who's done fabulous public spaces like this all over and um and really gave them the challenge like hey let's uh you know it's not a huge space but hey let's really maximize it and and that kind of goes to where we're sitting here i mean where we're sitting is sort of the the roof of you know the ramp to the underground parking yeah. underneath this building and um, most of these are just very utilitarian you know it would be a normal roof on <laughs> yeah. here and no glass on the sides mm-hmm. and um, and we sort of looked at it and said hey this is a great opportunity 
to kind of use this kind of unique structure mm -hmm. and how can we turn it into a real focal point and uh, so this sort of concept of uh, of this sort of amphitheater like um, space came about so yeah so it's great to kind of finally start to see some people out enjoying it and um, and lots of possibilities for the future. Yeah, yeah, I just, I love how much greenery there is. Uh, yeah. I'm someone that loves planter boxes and trees yeah. everywhere, and it does really tie in with the neighborhood, right? There's all these mature trees around yeah. us, so seeing the trees, seeing the planter boxes, and seeing like the new grass and even the turf grass, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. it just <laughs> makes it feel comfortable. Like yeah. it makes it feel like you're, you are in the middle of a neighborhood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a nice feel to it. I already, yeah. I took my shoes off. I think. <laughs> That's good. I kind of feel like I would like have a picnic up here. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, I think that's what's going to get used for, you know, exactly. so, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the kids have been running around it already yeah. and doing little backflips behind yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about this sculpture that is yeah. behind you. Um, I drive by it probably at least two or three times a week about two stories tall, sort of these orange tubes that are yeah. really amazingly crafted together. Tell us about where that came yeah, from. Yeah, so again, kind of part of the, um, trying to dream up this design and mm -hmm. something kind of unique here. Um, we, uh, there was a project in Toronto that uh, has got a really cool piece to it on uh, Jarvis Street. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, and thought, hey, this, you know, that would be an artist we should talk to. Yeah. And uh, so the gentleman's name is Shane Dark, and he has done uh, commissions uh, all across the country and a uh, really talented uh, guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so we kind of said, hey, here's this, this space that we're doing in Kitchener. Uh, you know, what can you think of? And uh, so he kind of came up with some interesting ideas. And um, yeah, we kind of resonated with us. We thought it'd be, you know, we wanted something a little kind of unique and bold for the space yeah. and um, yeah, just shake it up a little bit. So Definitely. yeah, no, we're happy with how it came out. I like it. Yeah, I feel like it's going to become one of those landmarks like um, I've talked about it on the show before, like that intestine sausage yeah, 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 thing, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> I feel like that's going to become like a new landmark right. for a new generation. I mean, yeah. I grew up here, so when I was that's little, right. that tube thing yes. was the funny thing that we'd see when we would that's go to right. center in the square yeah, and now right. i feel like maybe for the kids in this neighborhood yeah. it's like oh this spiky right. orange tower thing they'll probably come up with all their oh, own I'm analogies sure for I'm it sure right so and they're both orange i so love it connection <laughs> that's <to> that, right, <laughs> right? <laughs> new public art for the next that's generation right. of kids that that's grow right. up in in this neighborhood that's right um so i was looking a little bit uh more into the bright up block you said it's currently in phase three. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, growing up here, I've kind of been able to see the project evolve, see Google take shape, all this yep. redevelopment. I'm curious though, when did this whole project start? When did the Bright Up Block yeah. start? Because oh, I, I, I couldn't really remember exactly. I think maybe I was away at university when it started. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So it would go back to um, my partner and I, uh, we acquired this, uh, the old manufacturing facility here. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess it was 2010 maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, when I went was, off to university. Yeah, <laughs> and it was basically Collins and Aikman was the uh, the firm and they mm -hmm. made automotive parts. Okay. And uh, they were basically you know, essentially going out of business. This was their only uh, facility left in Canada that they shut down. And uh, yeah, they were just uh, sort of, uh, they were done with it and uh, they had started to kind of remove some of the old machinery and, uh, and then finally, they, you know, their head office in Detroit just said, don't spend another dime, like, just, you know, sell this thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a very risky um, uh, acquisition at the time. You know, it had all this, uh, there was 1,200 tons of old machinery in the, in the old buildings and uh, lots of environmental problems from its past industrial use. And uh, yeah, so we kind of started that journey in 2010 and, uh, you know, say just getting it cleaned out and then uh, and then slowly, you know, morphing into uh, turning it into, you know, a great workplace environment. Mm -hmm. And that was sort of our vision from the beginning. And, um, you know, really it was, uh, even though the buildings were in really rough shape in the early days, mm -hmm. you know, we could see the potential in, you know, this fabulous old space yeah. with great windows. Uh, no, they weren't great windows at the time, but the window <laughs> openings were fabulous. Yes. Um, 
And uh, yeah, and then shortly after, we did a, a joint venture with a company called Allied REIT. They've uh, done a lot of restoration work in Canada, and it's been a great partnership for us. And uh, yeah, so we just started to kind of uh, chip away at it. And, um, and really, you know, we've just been committed to try to do uh, everything that we've done with the project. We've tried to do it to the highest level, uh, you know, quality design-wise that we could do. And, uh, you know, our philosophy was, hey, you know, you do the right thing, you know, over time it'll, uh, it'll pay off. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're thrilled to see how the area and the neighborhood has evolved and, um, you know, just seeing the growth happen around. I mean, yeah. again, back to, you know, as you remember leaving for university, like, None of the stuff around here was really going on. No, yeah. I mean, there was the no, McDonald's was still there. The McDonald's <laughs> was still there. Not there anymore, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been fun to see things happen and yeah. um, and we're optimistic about, you know, more big things happening in the area. So uh, it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Is um is phase three the last phase for this spot? Is this park at kind of the finishing touch? Uh, for now. I mean, yeah. there's, uh, you know, next to us here, there's about an acre or so, which is a surface parking lot mm -hmm. right now. And, uh, you know, at some point in time, there will be development opportunities for that. You know, who knows when that is. But, um, and, you know, we would like to do that at some point in time to kind of, finish off the the campus and yeah. um, and you know whether that's office whether it's residential who knows what but mm -hmm. um, but yeah it's one step at a time so wonderful yeah. yeah well I really love you know having the music behind us and having like vendors for all is here yeah. It makes me think that this would be an amazing space for more events throughout for the sure. summer. Is that maybe in the plans to use yeah, this park at absolutely. space for some different neighborhood events or music? Totally. Or yeah, and I think back to kind of hey, our um, thoughts around design was to kind of create a space that was uh, not really pigeonholed into mm -hmm. one particular thing. It just yeah. has good variety and. Um, yeah, and it's really about uh, you know people's imagination as to what can be done here, and uh, yeah, I think it'd be great to see it activated and uh, you know used. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about you know places like the Honor Ave porch party yeah, that happened sure. last uh, last weekend. Last weekend, yeah. Maybe bright up block. That's right. Ramp party. Yeah, <laughs> or a movie night or something. Yeah, you know, oh, it could a be movie fun. Night. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Yeah, with yeah. all these flat Screens. spaces yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, so. on the scene will return. For another event night at yeah, some point yeah this is a fantastic space and the, the turnout was wonderful uh throughout the evening so wonderful to chat with you craig yeah, thank so you. cool to hear more about this space and uh just the way that it has integrated into this neighborhood so seamlessly it, it's a really beautiful space great yeah so thank wonderful. you wonderful thanks for chatting with us no problem. <laughs> we are going to close off our show now with one more song by a local legend i'm gonna say alicia brilla this is her song woman Keep up. 
just heard Woman by Alicia Brilla here on On the Scene on Midtown Radio. We are just getting to the end of our hour, but before we wrap it up for the night, I thought I would give a little, uh, kind of a little bit of what's to come for our season. Um, Because in the summer, we're only going to do the first and third week of the month. Um, You can always check out our website to figure out more events that are happening. Um, Derek and our executive producer, Danielle, are always, always updating our website with more and more events. So now we don't always just have the week of. We have kind of, I would say probably the whole month of June is on there for for like festivals. The whole month of June, absolutely. Uh, A little bit of July is starting to fill in. Okay. few dates in August. Look at you go. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So honestly, (laughs) head to our website, onthescenekw.ca. You can plan out your entire summer. There's (laughs) a lot to do. Yeah, we've got uh, comedy shows, festivals that are happening, um, music, live music that's going on in town, stage, which includes anything from traditional theater to drag shows and burlesque shows or other sort of fun, unique events. There's a fortune teller coming to Yeti Bar in June. Yeah, very cool stuff. Um, I want to give a little shout out to our film section. That is the one section that's going to be sort of a week to week Mm -hmm. thing. Um, We always like to highlight the films that are playing at our three local independent cinemas. The Apollo in downtown Kitchener, the Princess Original, and the Princess Twin in Uptown Waterloo. And I have to say, one thing I definitely have to check out in the next week or two is the Blackberry movie that is there. (laughs) I just think it is so cool. I know that Blackberry, obviously, you know, international tech thing. I don't Mm -hmm. know, phenomena. Um, But, like, that started in KW. So there is a feature film that is based in KW, that is in theaters right now. Like, that's pretty cool, I think. That is pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty crazy to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My mom actually worked at BlackBerry for a long time. And so as soon as I saw this trailer come out, I sent it to her. She's like, oh, I've already seen it. All of me and all my old old coworkers have already (laughs) been, like, watching the trailer. And we're like, is this a spoof? Is it not? I can't really tell. I think, I think it's I've heard spoofy. that. Yeah, it's like a little bit, a little bit goofy. Um, the cast looks awesome too. Like it just looks like a really fun, fun movie. Um, I know that some other uh, old BlackBerry workers were posting about it on their Instagram this week <laughs> about reliving their uh, their mixed time at blackberry (laughs) so i think i might be trying to head to the apollo or the princess twin uh over the next couple days and try to relive the memories i told my mom that it will have to like wear all of the old blackberry swag that she got like all the like sweater giveaways and bring the travel mug that she still has and like the toque and all the things that she received over the years so we will see if I uh, if I try to hit that up this weekend. Yeah. You can watch that, and then you could go home and watch the Steve Jobs movie and make it like a whole True. <laughs> double feature of, of tech phones and smartphones. Yeah, and, and then watch The Social Network or something. The, yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. So <laughs> you're looking for stuff to watch. Perfect, perfect summer weekend tech <laughs> movies. <laughs> 
I love it though. And if anyone wants to see uh, any other movies that are happening at the Apollo um, or Princess Cinemas this weekend, you can check out our website. We've got another edition of uh, Clapback Queens. Um, there's a lot of fun things happening. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Do you have a favorite summer movie that you watch in the summer? Ooh. Like, um, Think. I really like watching The Goonies, honestly. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, The Goonies that's is a like one. a classic. My mom showed a, that to us when we were pretty young, and I've watched it many, many times. That feels like a summer, that's a good call. I summer like that. movie to me because it's kind of like summer nostalgia, like being a kid again. Um, yeah, that's that's a good one for me. Nice. That was a good answer. Many others. <laughs> I also like watching Grease in the summer. Yeah. That's just... You know, feels like a summer vibe as mm-hmm. well. What about you? Do you have any go-tos? Jaws. Okay. Yeah, Jaws. Every yeah. summer, Jaws and Apocalypse Now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those are my we two have such opposite <laughs> tastes in movies. <laughs> but Goonies is great. I love Goonies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and Once a good Upon one. a Time in Hollywood. Okay. That's another great. I don't know. Those three movies I always tend to watch at some point. Feel like in the summer. summer. Yeah. yeah. I was actually at the Apollo um, on the long weekend on the, the holiday Monday. I went with my dad. We watched The Parent Trap, the Lindsay Lohan okay, movie. Okay, yeah. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I I had that on VHS at my dad's house growing up, and we, I've seen it probably 50 times. Like, I probably could have said the movie along yeah. with them, but I hadn't watched it in probably like. 15 years like not since high school and uh, and so I, I went with my dad I asked if he wanted to go see it with me it was just like the best nostalgia kick ever and that feels like a summer movie that was like because yeah. they go to summer camp right and uh, oh, I just love that the Apollo like they really know how to pick those good nostalgic absolutely. movies oh, absolutely I would have never dreamed of seeing the parent trap at a cinema like I honestly kind of forgot about the movie I'd Mm -hmm. seen it so many times but then you don't see it for a long time and when that showed up on their Instagram page I was like oh my gosh my childhood I need to go see this totally I I I love how the Apollo and the princess both play old Mm -hmm. school movies like I it must have been oh god I don't know how many years ago they played E.T. okay yeah and I remember seeing E.T. in the theater when Mm -hmm. I was a kid my friend had never seen it so wow. I said, you got to see E.T. He's like, oh, man, it's E.T. It's a kid's <laughs> movie. I said, no, we're going to see E.T. Yeah. And it was great. And, yeah. of course, by the end of it, the lights come up and both Did of they us cry? are like, yes. I'm not crying. You're yes. crying. <laughs> it, still ma- it, may- it still makes me cry. I still tear up. E.T. The parent trap made me tear up a little bit. <laughs> like happy tears. <laughs> oh, so good that we're so lucky to have those cinemas in town, honestly. I just... I love all that's going on in KW, mm-hmm. and this show makes me appreciate it so much more. All the yeah. events that we get to talk about and kind of research into and chat with everyone just makes me so grateful for this city. S- seeing a lot of our guests pop up all over the place, exactly. too, now. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's yeah. Yeah, well, very excited for our summer season of On the Scene. We've got uh, episodes every first and third Thursday of June, July, and August. Uh, where are we heading for our next show? Well, we don't know where we don't yet, have a location yet, but we got a few things figured out. Yeah. One of our guests that One you just guests. booked this uh, week, Sasha Tees. Yeah, um, local drag yeah, queen. Yeah. Which should be really excited. Very excited. And uh, guest host Sarah Guidlinger is going right. to be going to be with us. I think I might come along just to hang out. It was pretty um, wild last time she Yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely going to be a fun episode on um, June 15th. Well, that is all the time that we have for our show tonight. Uh, shout out, as always, to local jazz fusion band Top Pocket. We're using their song Wow as our theme song. Um, on the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. A special thanks to my guests, Peter Pierce Elosia and Craig Beatty. And huge shout out to um, Perimeter Development for having us out here tonight. It's been really fun to get out in the sun and just. Just uh, hang out with everyone to start our summer off. If you ever want to submit events to us or get in touch in any way, you can always reach out to us on Instagram at OnTheScenekW. If you stay tuned to Midtown Radio, you can hear an episode of Afro Nights with Digimillennials, a great collection of music highlighting African talent and excellence 
with your host, my guest that I interviewed tonight, Peter Pierce Elosia. I'm Allison Dijak, and we'll see you next time for On the Scene.